0: That time of the year again The Oscars are here Well, not here, here It's technically the next week with this recording Pre-Oscar weekend Yeah, But yes, uh, this is Crazy Poultry Inc And once again, it's me, Guy Loco, Here with Mr. Nickers Chicken to Hello there To predict the Oscars once again uh, So let's see I believe if I remember correctly Last year, you uh, kind of killed me <laughs> Because, again, you put all your eggs in basket with Dune yeah. to win all those
1: mm-hmm.
0: awards. And I'm like, well, of course it would. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you, did, you did both your personal prediction and your personal vote. So that's how you really destroyed me with a lot of those double votes. Uh, yes, if, in case this is your first time hearing this, uh, we obviously don't get to see everything. Uh, So that we're automatically just saying, you know, it's not fair for us to pick certain categories. Like, we could, in my opinion, we could easily pick Best International Movie Mm -hmm. because one of those is actually up for Best Picture. Yeah. But I just feel like that's too easy and cheating. Yeah.
2: Unless there's just a giant surprise. That's definitely... I
0: think that there's only one movie in the
2: mix that I've been hearing talk about. It's like two automatic points. (laughs) Yeah.
0: um, And then, like, shorts, documentaries. I've only watched a couple of documentaries this year. Uh, I think I watched one that isn't even up for it. Uh, And then I watched one that was on Netflix, one of the shorts. And I thought it was pretty good, but I was like, no, we've not seen enough of those. Uh but we're just mainly focusing on the things that are either really big or you know the small things that still deserve that connection and representation uh overall with the nominees that have come out we didn't do a reaction to how they came out so uh, mr nick i'm kind of curious how did you feel about the nominations this year
2: um i think it's with every year that you know we have the ones that you kind of knew were going to be on there, like maybe four or five. Then there's like three that you you weren't sure about, and there's two at least that you're like, oh, man, do they really deserve to be on there? And Mm -hmm. things could have easily replaced them. So uh, um, as for the Academy, it's kind of what I expected. Yeah.
0: I mean, we we, I'm going to get this out there. I think we've said this last time too. I'm like, just because we're covering this doesn't mean we're – like saying that this is like the high standard. Mm-hmm. We both and everybody else that knows us and we talk to and even people I follow, they're like, we don't really put actually a whole lot into this anymore because the Academy has been very fickle, been very, uh, let's say, cherry picking with their shit. That they, and there's a lot of just even diversity issues that are still among all of them. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would say that last year to me was the most diverse nominations I was actually very happy with a lot of them yeah this year I feel like a lot are really focused on certain ones a lot of the best pictures have like multiple awards mm-hmm. and I'm like I mean I guess I kind of get if you really feel like these are the best films they should be but that means there's a whole lot of other ones that are just Left to the side. Completely forgotten now. Yeah. But there's also just a major awards here where after I've personally seen some of them, I'm like, uh, this is just me talking. <laughs> I don't understand this. And uh, there's definitely one of those that uh, I'll definitely... Well, there's a couple that I would definitely talk about. But there's one of the really big ones that I'm like, I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we go through each of the categories that we're going to pick and give our vote for. So there's a prediction, and then our personal vote if we were ever part of the Academy, which you know, (laughs) that'll happen one day. (laughs) We probably could be, though. (laughs) Um, And then also I'll be keeping track on uh, Best Picture nominees, how many awards they win, and I'll do the same with the Oscars the actual night of. Uh, But just to mention, if I'm pretty sure I'm correct in remembering... We have everything everywhere all at once that has the most nominations. So it's a question of if they will or if we think that they will win majority of those. That was the exact same thing with Dune last year. Yeah. yeah. So uh, funny enough, both my favorite movies of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so just like last year and everything that involves, you know, let's just say people's names and things like that. Yeah. I'm not the minister of pronouncing things, I don't trust myself. So what I'm going to do is introduce the category, then Mr. Nick over here will introduce the nominees. And even if he just says the films, Mm -hmm. it's only because it's like multiple people behind the things. But uh, I just don't trust myself with my dyslexia pronunciation sometimes. Uh, So I'm going to just take my way from that fire again. Uh, So Mr. Nick... uh, I'm going to start off a strong one here, and that's Actor in a Leading Role. Mm.
2: Wow. All right. Well, we're starting the 2023 Oscar Awards. believe it's the 95th anniversary. Yeah. Only five years away from the oh. 100. Oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> actor in a Leading Role. The nominees are Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Men Vernon Sharon, Frazier for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun and Bill Nahee for the Living. Okay. Um and I mean
0: I'm gonna just be the bigger man here and just go, you can have the first go. Your okay. per, your personal prediction and then your vote if you were in the So, academy.
2: I believe I saw I actually saw it recently. The actor in the leading role should go I want it to go to Brendan Fraser for the whale. So that would be your vote. That's that's my want. Okay. But my thinking is that people are going to favor Austin Butler. So I'm thinking Austin Butler to win. Okay. So Elvis is your prediction yes. to
0: win. And, now who would be um, your vote if you were in the Academy? Oh, I'd be Brendan Fraser.
2: Okay. So. After all you know, the crap he's been through. Um...
0: See, th- this one was turned very interesting for me because, n- so number one, I've not seen two of these. I've not seen After Sun, even though I kind of had the chance to it because it's on Amazon. Uh, but I was mostly hearing that eh, he was kind of, he, he was the best thing about it, but a lot of people were thrilled with the film. Yeah, uh, Living actually did play here for oh. one week. <laughs> And of course, I just didn't go see yeah, it. Didn't see the Um I would personally see that being a a uh, hit. What's the career? Because I don't think Bill has won Best Actor. Um, he's he's very talented. He's an amazing mm-hmm. actor. Been on for a while. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, that naturally left me with Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, and Bram Fraser. Um, now I literally just watched the whale. It was the last movie I just watched last night. Yes, <laughs> Dad, you got a lot in last I, night. I had to pay pay eighteen dollars on Amazon Oh, to that, watch it. Okay, yeah. Um, I and while I do understand, and I do actually think he is very good. One of the things that drove me nuts was the character. Yeah, I this, like this is also like my small review on it. Uh, Brendan Frazier is very good. I actually think two of the actresses, the older actresses, are actually very good in it. The whole film, it was not for me. Um, B- Banshee's in a with Colin Farrell. I mean, I mentioned in our Best mm. of the Year, I was like, I can understand why this is very good and well-received. It's just one I don't feel like going back to. Colin Farrell is very good. I mean... It, it, That film is literally made for him. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, But if I I were to say uh, prediction-wise, so I'm just going to go ahead and say my personal vote, I would go with Austin Butler. Because, number one, he was my absolute favorite thing in the movie. By far. I, I was very much impressed with him. And... As much as I do really actually enjoy Colin Farrell in the role and Brennan Fraser, I'm just like, there's just certain things mm-hmm. for me with the characters. Uh, my prediction, because of, it, it's really between two. It's between Elvis and the whale, Brennan Fraser and yeah. Austin Butler. That's mm-hmm. who everybody's talking about. Yeah, that's, that's who I thought too. Uh, and I, I'm pretty much going to go the exact Opposite with you. I'm going to say because of all the attention that the Whale is getting, Brennan Fraser will win. You may give me on that one. But uh, yeah. the only thing I could see that is is he's still in the fold. Yeah. Because I remember he was kind of cast out of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. For a while. So, uh, even just by that because how he spoke out against it. Yeah. So. But that's the only nudge that could derail him, in my opinion, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, so moving on, it's actor in a supporting role. Uh, this this was definitely an interesting one, and one that has a uh, well two from the same
2: movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so actors in a supporting role. We have Angela Bassett from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hong Shao from The Whale, Carrie Condon from The Banshees of Innesharon, Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Su from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's, it comes to the time where, you know, you, you've always talked about, you're always drawn away from people that are nominated for the same movie
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's very tough that actually happens a number of times here yeah it, um see I don't think personally the Academy should I think they should have to choose one personally and then because there's somebody out there that could have been nominated
0: yeah well but then we had like what uh, for somehow it was uh, in Black uh black juice and the Black Messiah yeah both of the guys were up for. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. wait, who's this? Who's the leading then? Yeah. Yeah. So that was confusing. Uh, um,
2: you want to go first on this one?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, I feel like uh, Jamie and so Stephanie kind of cancel each other out because again, it's the same thing. Um, my personal uh, vote would probably actually go to uh, the, uh, the whale Hong Cho. I thought that she was very, very good in it and only only one of the actual characters that I completely understood and <laughs> kind of agreed with. Um, but I think that because of her career, and all the attention that she's been getting and actually she's been winning awards. I think Angela Bassett might be giving me awesome. an award. She's great. Uh,
2: so how are you feeling? Um, this one was kind of tough for me. Um, I was feeling Angela Bassett for a while because of how amazing she was. But then I just recently saw the whale and how amazing she was. And even the lady, Carrie Condon from Manchester Center and Sharon, was great. Yeah. Um, but she had to put up with all those people in that movie, yeah. too. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But, um, I'm actually going to personally vote Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. Okay. Yeah, she was great. I mean, <laughs> legend, man. I mean, I thought she was good, but okay. And I... I'm going to stick with Jamie Curtis and the other as well. So it's you're, you're going for a double then? Yeah. Okay. I'm going for a double. Uh,
0: okay. So up next is Actor in a supporting role. Which, again, we have a couple of doubles here.
2: <laughs> actor in a supporting role. Okay. All right. So, we have actor in the supporting role nominees Brendan Gleason from Banshees of Innisfarin, Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway, Judd Hirsch from The Fablemans, Barry Kiogan from The Banshees of Innisfarin, aka The Schnoz, <laughs> and Keh Kwan from Everything Everywhere All At Once. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you know, it's actually kind of an interesting thing here with these nominations. What's that? Two
2: of them were in The Eternals oh my god (laughs) I didn't even freaking put that together at all mean yeah Brian Tannery Henry yeah holy
0: shit uh so
2: I went last
0: time what are you feeling
2: so um I've kind of spoke out about this guy coming back to acting for a while and I was super impressed with his uh, role in this and I'm happy he's back in Hollywood I am personally picking Ki-Hu Kwan from everything everywhere all at once
0: i'm just going to say that's probably it's probably a double thing yep yeah i've been
2: pretty outspoken about how happy i was that he's back in hollywood um uh, so for me with
0: this uh I would say that, I would say, pr- prediction-wise, I see Key, uh, because he's literally won everything when it, his, like, performance is up for support. Yeah, I was up
2: for other awards. yeah.
0: Yeah. He literally has been the Michael Keaton when yeah. he was in Birdman, where he won everything leading up to the Oscars, but then didn't win the yeah. Oscar. I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, yeah, I didn't understand that. I still have currently not seen Causeway, Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. I have heard he is very good in it.
2: Um, Well, he was pretty good in Bullet Train.
0: Yeah, he was. Uh, I just think he's pretty solid overall. Um, I really, really liked Brennan Gleeson in Manchies. I I thought that was a very well-deserved one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Judd Hurst. So here's my little swift review, because I have not gotten my opinion about The Fablemans. Uh... I was not big on this. Uh, Judd Hirsch was the most positive character that I thought was, like, the best. Everybody else had, like, a certain issue for me with who they were and stuff like that. It was messed up. But the thing is, he's not in it long. No. Uh, The only thing there is that there have been performances that have won with even less time. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, it, it's just... If I'm going based off of what I've seen, it then comes down for me with Brendan Gleeson versus Key. And I'm going to go with Key. Yeah. Just
2: barely. Mm-hmm. He would get my vote. Another, like I said, Brendan was also meant for that film. Like, yeah. I'm so happy they did it together and Colin. Because they're both super, you know, perfect for that film. Yeah. Um
0: up next Actress in a leading role oh boy ooh this one yeah I, I, I have had
2: some real... thoughts <laughs> I have some thoughts <laughs> yeah this one was tough okay big one Actress in a leading role nominees Kate Blanchett from Tar Anna DeArmas from Blonde Andrea Riseborough from Two Leslie, Michelle Williams from the Fablemans, and Michelle Yao from Everything Everywhere All at Once.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, to me, this one is a two-person race, at least in my opinion. Uh, uh, yeah. Because So, number one, I never watched Blonde. I did, and I did not like it. It... I was like, it's almost three hours. Every person I've seen talk about the film di- almost despises it. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Uh, and I heard, while I heard she was very commendable for her attempt, she wasn't the best at being Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to Fableman's, Michelle Williams, I thought she was the worst in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like she was playing it very broad and very stagey and it was very hard for me to ever like her character. Well, yeah, especially she... well, especially when that reveal happens. Yeah. But here's the thing. I figured out the reveal in five minutes. It was just based on her reaction to something, and I was like the Why sl- are you reacting like this? And then the slides happen, and you're like, oh, boy. And then it just kind of gets dropped for a long time. Uh, I could have excused that if there was ever a mention that maybe this person was like, uh, let's say, messed up in the head. <laughs> Probably should have been on medication, but no. Um, An- Andrea, for Till Leslie, that has is like the one that came out of nowhere because it's a small movie. It's barely gotten like any praise and like talk. But then all of a sudden, it just started getting praise and talk. Uh, it had a basically a celebrity campaign behind it that people saw the movie and were like, she's very great. It's just that there's controversy with how certain people were then given the ability to watch the movie. So... While I don't think that she necessarily should be punished for anything, because as far as I know, she was not a part of this, um, because of that controversial factor that's going to knock it down a bit, even though one of these people actually have praised her performance, and that was Kate Blanchett. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, when you look like a clear run, and this one may be out, you did that, that didn't help. (laughs) Uh, So for me, it was between... Kate Planchet and Michelle Yeoh, yeah, who I'm pretty sure were like kind of going in and out with the awards talk. Um, my prediction that the Academy is going to go with uh, Kate, I think. And number one, I actually really like her performance. I thought that she was very very good in it, and I also thought Michelle Yeoh was also very good. Um, it then just comes down to. Who would I personally pick? Hmm. One who is a redeemable character, one who is not. (laughs) Uh, And I, for me, it would be like, you know, Kate has one. Michelle, she's done the time and, you know, put in a lot of career.
2: So she personally would get my vote. Wow. Well, we're kind of in the same long lines as you. Uh, I think the academy is gonna pick Kate Blanchett, mm-hmm. but personally, I'd pick Michelle Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Same exact. It and it's
0: nothing against either
2: one. It's just these are the two strongest. Yeah, that was that was the hardest one for me. I think out of all of them because they're just like neck and neck.
0: Slipping. And.
2: You know, for for me, with what
0: I was saying, I personally also would get rid of Anna, get rid of Michelle, put Viola Davis, and Mia Goth. Oh, yeah. Then
2: that would have been, woo. This yeah. is hard. Uh, yeah, that, would, that would have been real tough. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Mia Goth was my personal favorite. Last year's amazing.
0: Uh, oh... No, no, this is the most stacked animated feature film. Yeah. When the nominations came out, this was the category that I was like, you know what? Even though I'm slightly disappointed that a certain other animated film is not here, uh, because I now have actually watched all of them. So have I. I recently saw Sea Beast. Yeah, I did that too. Uh, All of these
2: are actually very good. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, is it? I think it's your turn. I think I'm first. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so this stacked category, maybe the most stacked animated feature film category yeah. ever.
1: <laughs>
2: you have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I guess I have to be not, first on this one. Not, right? not a bad one. I was gonna say I, I enjoyed every single one of these. Yeah, and then I guess we could say the one we you thought should have been in it.
0: Uh, been mine would have been
2: bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that would have been uh, perfectly fine with me too. I,
0: I'll wait for my turn and I'll say which one I would take out. Okay,
2: so this obviously and unquestionably was the hardest one to choose. But going back to our. Best and Worst mm-hmm. podcast, there was one that stuck out to me that was, I believe, in my top five. And it's still... I watched it again, and it still resonates with me the most out of all these, and that's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That's my personal choice, and I think that's going to win. Oh, okay. So both so double it up. Going to be going for another double here. And it's stop motion. Now, thank you, Academy. Yeah. Two it's, stop motions yeah.
0: on here. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's... I... I would want... I'd have to go back and see when was the last time that ever happened. I, don't, I doubt we're ever going to find that. Um, so, all like like we said, all of these movies actually are very good. Yep. Um, I personally would take out Sea Beast and put Bad Guys. While I did enjoy it, I just felt like it kind of got too formulaic at some points. Uh, but I do like a lot of the attention in there. Um
2: I really like Carl Urban in that movie. Yeah. He's
0: great. I at first actually had to look it up. I'm like, wait, why does he sound familiar? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, now, these other four, there's very weird things going on with all of them. Because, so Turning Red came out early in the year, it did, yeah. and it was just like the front the whole time. And then as things started to come out, especially towards the latter half, I felt like it kind of got lost a little bit. A little bit. Because of these other three came out towards the end of the year. Um, Puss in Boots, it's literally like the last one that came out of Mm -hmm. all these. And the fact that it's even up for it is pretty actually amazing. Says something. Um, But that's like the one that is like... On fire, like right now. Like, it's still in theaters, still playing, and it's still in the top five, grossing wise, every week for the past couple weeks. So, people are still going to see it. Um, but surprisingly, I think it's going to come down to the two stop motions because yeah. those are the ones getting all the. Mar- Marcel the Shell with Shoes On before it went worldwide was getting so much praise and talk. Um, and then as soon as. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio came out Mm -hmm. it started getting all this talk but it also has won awards in places I think Marcel has also been so it really came down to those two and uh, it then turns into do I feel like Marcel has connected enough or is it just also the fact of Guillermo del Toro and how much the academy loves
2: him. <laughs> and it took him thirteen years to make that film.
0: Uh,
2: something fucking crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, like fourteen. Ridiculous. Um.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna play. I'm necessarily playing the safe, but I'm gonna say that they're gonna pick Marcel because I like of it. all I like the it. all the celebrity attention, yeah. and things like that. But then my personal vote would be. Pinocchio. I
2: mean, yeah, just... I mean it was my favorite. It was ridiculous. But God. easily the strongest category. Freaking <laughs> cried my eyes off at the end of that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, of, pretty much Sea Beast was the only one that was kind of like, hey, it's pretty good. Just not emotional level, really. Yeah. yeah. Um so up next, which is another uh, category that I have definitely a small gripe with, mm-hmm. and that's cinematography. Because there is an absentee here that I can't wait to mention.
2: Okay. Cinematography. Nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Yeah. No.
0: Um, so my biggest complaint with this, why the hell is Top Gun not nominated? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I feel the same exact way. That that used real jets. Yeah. So much things that went into that. And spent countless amounts of money to be there every day. Yeah. To and do that. That, like, we can talk, like, about, like, yeah, there's some pretty good performances and uh, mm. it's a pretty good story. Just the visual of everything—that's what really sold them. And how real it actually was, you know. Yeah. Uh, so me personally, I'd be like, uh, I don't—I'm I'm trying not to bash this thing or anything, but I saw Bardo was on Netflix. Oh. Almost three hours. Oh boy. <laughs> and from what I gathered in the trailer, it was just a trippy, <laughs> like, look through a life, basically. And I'm like, I could see how this could be up for this, mm-hmm. but who is talking about this at all? I didn't even know it existed,
2: to be honest, until I saw it nominated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that, and then when I went on to Netflix on the other category of, Mm -hmm. you know, so I was like, what the hell is that? (laughs) It's almost three hours. What is that up for? (laughs) Oh, well, then it makes sense when I see the trailer. Um, So... Also, I finally also did watch All Quiet on the Western Front I did on do. Netflix. I did, and I, and I did think it was pretty good. It was. Uh, funny enough, I think it could be a connection piece with 1917.
2: I got the exact same vibes yeah. right off the bat of that.
0: Um, so that definitely has, has a strong thing. Uh, while I have not seen the movie, I know who did the cinematography, and that's Empire of Night. That's Roger Deakins. Oh, yeah. Who finally won his first Oscar for Blade Runner 2049. But he has a storied career mm-hmm. that with not as many awards. Um, uh, I'm not really understanding Elvis. Me personally. Tar, I thought, was pretty good So in Tar if he was. I mean,
2: I would have taken either Bardo or Elvis out and put Top Gun in easily. Yes. And then whatever else. Yeah. I don't, you know... I just didn't. Elvis didn't come across to me as like a cinematography heavy movie. Yeah, I just didn't.
0: Um, so which one do I think the Academy might go with? I'm leaning towards either Tar or All Quiet, and I'm gonna say they're gonna go with Tar. Ooh. Again, it's it's slightly a safer choice, um, and, and I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. Um, and my personal pick, just because I've not seen a Roger Deakins movie, even though I feel like I might pick it if I had, um, I'm going to go with All Quiet, because it is very um, good
2: visual-wise. Beautiful and horrific at the same time. Yeah. Good
0: God. And definitely, a. actually, if I think I found out, I think it's a remake.
2: Oh, so, is it? Oh, okay, yeah. Because no, I, no. I came
0: across another movie called that, and the synopsis sounded the same, but... Who knows? Maybe Netflix did it better.
2: Um, this one was tough. It did come down to All Quiet and Tar. Um, but for me, I just think the Academy is going to look at All Quiet and be like, "Dude, that was the most real experience." You know, it just captured all the cinematography to me. So I'm picking All Quiet for your prediction as both. As both. Okay. So we're going for another double. Yep. You really like to gamble with this. I man. do. Well,
0: but to be fair, you also crushed last year.
2: Well, anything could happen. You know the freaking Academy. It, like, year to year, they're like, sometimes you're just, like, scratching your head. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh,
0: up next is for best costume design. And uh, this has a few interesting ones in here. Mostly because uh, I don't think I've seen a couple of them. No. No. There, there's one that I've not seen.
2: Um, I thought about trying to watch it. There's two that I've not seen. Okay. So, costume design, interesting category. The nominees are Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Miss Harris Goes to Paris. Hey, yeah. I like that. It rhymes. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Harris is the only one I've not seen. I have not seen Miss Harris or Babylon. Yeah, I finally saw Babylon before the year ended. Yeah, so. I'm just, <laughs> I've been hesitating and watching it based on mm. certain things, but okay, go ahead. Um,
0: so I I definitely made it kind of clear in my personal review about Babylon. I was like, I wasn't big on Babylon. Yeah. Uh, but the production and the costumes I thought were pretty good. Um. Elvis yeah it, it had some good costumes I could see it going up for that it captured you know the Elvis costumes very well and things like that uh, everything ever all at once I say it had it has a couple of cool costumes but that's mostly in like the multiverse stuff
2: yeah if you ask me about everything Oliver once I wouldn't say the costume would have been the standout yeah. you know what I'm saying like, like you just said so I agree Um,
0: now Miss Harris goes to Paris I, I've i seen the cover and I'm like well that looks like to be something about designing oh. clothes so that was kind of giving me a Cruella kind of vibe uh, yeah. where I was like I've not seen Cruella so that's why I didn't pick it and then I watched it and then I saw the Academy and I was like I should have fucking picked it, um, but then there's also Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, yep. who has amazing costumes. Awesome I opinion.
2: agree, absolutely. Uh,
0: agree. It then turns into does the Academy want to? Marvel doesn't. I know it gets screwed a lot. So my prediction: I'm gonna go with the one I've not seen.
2: <laughs> oh, mysterious. Oh, I can see that. Because uh, again, it's literally about costume design, right? It it, it gives that impression. it's so, about dresses and stuff. I'm gonna guess yeah.
0: in Paris. I mean, not not saying it might be a bad movie, mm. but still. Um, but my personal vote would go to Black Panther because I think that they're amazing and very. Do you think Academy is gonna pick
2: Black Panther? No. My, oh, you think my, the Academy's my, gonna go with Miss Harris? Yeah. Thank you. Think your personal pick. Okay. Yeah, my personal. I vote gotcha. would be Okay, this was another tough one for me. It's not really something I pay enough attention to unless, like, something really stands out to me. So that would probably eliminate everything I wear all at once. And I haven't seen Babylon, so I don't have a say in that. And as you said, Miss Harris Goes to Paris, has all these flashy clothes and stuff, but I didn't know anything about it. So I took those three out. So to me, it came between Black Panther and Elvis. And... uh, my personal vote would go to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I think those costumes were absolutely incredible. Um, I can only imagine how much time it took them to make some of those, and it just felt so right for that movie. Yeah. But I think the Academy is going to go with Elvis.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I just think that they did capture Elvis perfectly, and then, you know, his costumes, albeit if they were his actual costumes or, you know, replicas. They looked spot on, you know, as they were doing the side-by-sides of the actual footage and Austin Butler. So I think Elvis is going to take it. Like, yeah. think, oh. Okay. Um, so
0: up next is definitely always an interesting one to try to pick, and that's film editing. Mm. One that I really mostly paid attention to when I then started editing film, some oh, stuff yeah. myself. I could see that. And I'm like, okay, now I'm really noticing this. Okay.
2: Film editing. Well, this one's kind of interesting. This mm-hmm. one's kind of tough too. Yeah. Yeah. Film editing nominees: The Banshees of Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. It's the first movie that top, nomination for
0: Top Gun we've had. And
2: all five are in Best Picture nominees.
0: Uh, yep. Which would make sense. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so my
2: I believe it's me. Okay. Okay. So, looking at this, um, honestly, I don't look too much into film editing, and I probably should, (laughs) you know, because Ian edits a lot of things, and I really don't. But I definitely do appreciate it, and I know it takes a lot of time. So... Just think that the movie (sighs) that you watch, it's probably really longer than that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like a three-hour-long movie, how long it took to edit that shit. I can only imagine. But so really, any of these I could say could win, but I had to think about you know the academy and what they would look at and why they would pick it and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I believe I went with you know I I just went with kind of my heart and uh, did both with everything everywhere all at once.
0: So everything is gonna win.
2: Yep, it's yeah. my personal vote, and I think the academy is gonna pick them. Uh huh. Guns a blazing.
0: So that that's actually the one out of these that, like that and Elvis, to me, were the two that I was like, I have a hard time thinking the Academy might pick them because they're both over two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Well, everything is close to that. Yeah. Um, and. Just from my own personal feelings, I I kind of felt that everything kind of stretched a little long. Um, although Elvis, to me, stretched way too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then it mostly came down to the other three for me. Uh, tar is also slightly over two and a half hours. So... For me, that would come down to Banshees and Top Gun, Yeah. Uh, as far as who I think might win. Um, I like it. I think that they're going to go with Banshees. I'm cool with that. For, for film yeah. editing. Because uh, cause there's a lot of dialogue and things that happen, and that, that takes a lot of the cutting and things like that. And it's really? a very dialogue-heavy movie. All that. Locations in Ireland too. Yeah, because I mean, then, then they have to splice in those yeah, cuts. Yeah. Um, but my personal pick, I would pick Top Gun. Hey, I'm cool with that. Because <laughs> I, I I'll let you beat me on that one. It, it's the the technical stuff is the stuff that I'm like it
2: really should be up for and winning. When well, imagine like they had to get everything, every shot like in the air, they had to get it, and I, I assume a certain amount of takes. Yeah. And then they had to edit that. And it's like, which take, you know, we, we, we can't do this again. Which take are we actually going to have to use? So yeah. I get the Or, oh, no, we didn't get the right cut and oh
0: shot. God. We have to spend more money on another money. day. We need to risk people's lives. Yeah. Uh, so up Editing. next okay. is makeup and hairstyling. Another one. I, well, there's one nominee on here that I'm like, Oh, he, he's not out here enough, but
2: me personally saying that. All right, makeup and hairstyling. So we have an nominees All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Reconna Forever, Elvis, and The Whale. It's your turn. I think it shares. I think I went last, did I? Audit editing. Yeah, my editing was last round. I said everywhere, all the okay. first. Uh,
0: okay, so, <laughs> well, let's. So the makeup and hairstyling thing for the whale mostly focuses on Brendan, while it is very good, I'm like, uh, these other ones though, uh, jeez. Because then, to me, the thing that probably puts the Batman on there is Colin Farrell as the penguin. <laughs> which also looked very, very good. Um, Black Panther, hmm. It mostly, to me, was falling under the costume kind of thing. But I don't know. It may just be me. Um, See, Namor had
2: quite a bit of makeup, but I don't know if that was like a.
0: Yeah. I mean, they did have some interesting hair in it, but... uh, Elvis? uh, Well, (laughs) kind of questionable makeup there on Tom Hanks. (laughs) Because he did not look like that. Uh, All Quiet is kind of a dark horse
2: here for me. Um... this one was really tough for me yeah. because I had, don't have any <laughs> idea what what which way they would turn. And all quiet, it's like the. I mean, they definitely look like they've been through hell. Like they they had the the, you know, the yeah. eye, the red eyes and stuff like that. You know, the, the the irritated eyes, just everything. I don't know. It was tough for me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say prediction wise.
0: Uh I think they're gonna go with the whale. Uh, but just because of Brennan Fraser and mm-hmm. like the talk that it gets with that. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm kind of slightly on the isn't that great? Uh maybe. Um, and who would get my personal vote? <laughs> it would probably come down to the Batman or Black Panther. And DC just, versus Bartle here yeah, we go <laughs> just, just because of how good the makeup is on Colin I'm going to say the Batman would get my vote because I'd be like it's my favorite movie it deserves something but that's my opinion
2: yeah um, honestly this, was, this one was really tough I could see where they would look at all of these and there's like a component of each of them that could be like oh you know that's that's Oscar worthy, but I think the Academy is going to pick the whale, Mm -hmm. and I'm picking the whale. I'm doubling up. Okay. Personally, I I didn't have enough from all of them, and I'm like, well, the Academy, I think they're going to pick it, I'm just going to pick it as well. So That was my reasoning. Well, up next
0: is also an interesting kind of technical award, and that is for Original score. Score. Uh, this last year, went Tom Zimmer for Doom. Oh,
2: surprise, surprise! Tom <laughs> Zimmer winning an award. Right? Imagine that, John Williams, on Zimmer. Let's see who's one more <laughs> freaking Oscars. Um, yeah, this is pretty interesting. It's always interesting to see which scores they like. But so nominees for original score: All Quiet on the Western Front. We actually did say one of these already, technically. <laughs> Babylon, The Banshees of Sharon. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and The Fablemans. Yeah. So John Williams is on here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And actually, this is supposed to be his last collaboration with Stephen. Huh. Uh,
2: They've had quite the history. Oh, yeah. So, I believe it's... Here. Yeah, I'll take this one. So, oh, man. Recently seen All Quiet on the Western Front.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I believe... That the score of that movie, albeit like the little bits of music they have and the sounds in that movie, like they use at perfect times, I think the Academy is going to pick All Quiet and Western Front. Just to,
0: not to try to change your thing, there's also
2: best sound. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> it is, but I'm, I'm sticking with All Quiet on that one. So that would be. That's your... what I think the Academy is going to pick. Okay. My personal pick would be Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, for me with this category and the fact of what I just said is that this is slightly different, um, I'm actually going to do my first double here. I'm going to actually go with Banshees. Ooh. Because to me, that music was not only really good, it captured. Yeah. The vibe of everything. Oh, yeah. And again, and I, I think, I, little I, little I, little I, little. I just think it fits in more with what this award would be. Uh, I, I thought that the score for everything was pretty good, but that's not one of the things that maybe focused for me. Uh, and I think John Waves is only on there because it's John Waves. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, that could be I, good. I didn't find his score to be that really memorable for the ones. Um, oh, but you want to talk about a hard one because uh, this is hard because I don't think any of us are going to really know anything, and that's uh, Original Song. <laughs> mm. I am only going off of maybe what I ever heard about certain ones.
2: How <laughs> many uh, I mean, have I heard? One, two. Okay actually heard most of them but some of them I, I would never have thought of, would have been on here so
0: yeah um, I think it's my turn
2: uh, the nominees yeah go, go I'm nominees. gonna go original song you have applause from tell it like a woman performed by Diane Warren hold my hand from top moon maverick performed by Lady Gaga and blood otherwise po- I said blood poop blood pop <clears throat> Lift Me Up (laughs) from Black Panther Recon Forever. That is done by Rihanna. Natu, Natu from RRR Mm -hmm. performed by (laughs) M.M. Caravani. Let's go with that. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once performed by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and Mitski. Um, So...
0: Uh, for me, I can only kind of recollect a couple of these. So my personal vote uh, for number one because of how I felt like it actually like contributed to the movie and like how important it was for the moment. I'm going to go with Lift Me Up would get my vote from Black Panther. Um because, again, just that feeling of Chadwick mm-hmm. felt that entire time. Yeah. Um, now, what I think that the Academy might get pressured for this, because one, the, one of these movies that is not up for Best International, RRR, R-R, has been getting countless fan talk yeah. that it should have been, that the song number is amazing, and it would be amazing live performance. So I'm gonna say they're gonna to bow to that and pick R R R.
2: Which I actually still kinda of wanna watch it at some point. It's real long, but it's definitely in like a different movie. Yeah. But um so I've heard four out of five of these. But I would if you would've asked me if that would have been the name of it or if that was a song from it, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But the one that actually stood out to me. It was between two. It was between Hold My Hand and Lift Me Up. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they both pretty contributed a lot to the movies that they were from. And uh, I think uh, the Academy is going to go with Hold My Hand, talking about Maverick.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I actually like that song, and I'm going to double up on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okie dokie. Uh, up next is Best Production Design mm. Yeah Oh boy, there's some interesting ones in here A what, what, cu- couple of them I could definitely see yeah.
2: Production Design nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front Avatar The Way of Water Babylon Elvis And The Fablemans um, another one that, you know, was not, you know, down my alley, um, production design wise, mm-hmm. but, um, I feel like if there was one that I wanted the Fablemans to win for, it would be this. So that would be my personal pick would be the Fablemans. hmm But I think they're going to go with Elvis. Mm-hmm.
0: So your prediction is Elvis, and your personal pick is Fablemans. Fablemans. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So production design is one of the ones that I could see Babylon being on here for, because that's one of its actual strong points. Um, Fablemans, uh, I I kind of don't really understand it personally, but to me it's just because it was like a normal setting. Um, Elvis, uh, yeah, there are some pretty nice sets in there. Uh, Avatar Way of Water is very actually visually like impressive as far as a lot of stuff like that goes. Um, but for me, when I think of, and this could be my own ignorance, but when I think of production, I'm thinking of more practical things. Um, And I think that All Quiet on the Western Front kind of hits a lot of those markers. Uh, So you know what? That's going to be a double up for me. Double up. Uh, I'm personally going to be saying that All Quiet will win the production. Okay, uh, so next one up, I recently mentioned and talked about, and that was for sound. Very, uh, pretty important one for some of these in this, actually.
2: Alright, nominees for sound. We have, as I mentioned, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Hmm.
0: Uh, for me, all these are actually pretty solid choices as far as this category goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to say that maybe the two that have the highest hill to climb for this are The Batman and Elvis. Um, sound was pretty good and important in Avatar but I don't think it was like the strongest thing needed so then it came down to Top Gun and All Quiet yep. and oh boy I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm really debating about doing that again <laughs> but I think I'm going to say that my prediction that the Academy is going to go for is All Quiet
2: but I personally would give it to Top Gun well, I'm the exact same,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the exact same for everything you just said. And I, I told, I literally would just, I mentioned that, you know, the score and Western Front. And I made you know, the sound and I feel like the Academy is going to be able to look at that and be like, oh, okay, well. But I think all the genuine sounds that came from um, Maverick. Like they, yeah, I feel like nothing was like put in. I feel like everything was genuine for that. But I, you know,
0: well, you you felt in the cockpit, yeah, because of what you heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then up next is visual effects, which this has a kind of an interesting vibe feel if you actually think about past winners. Because you actually might be thinking wrong when you then look at the <laughs> nominees that year.
2: I know I have sometimes. Yeah, this has been a tough one. I think I've gotten the visual effects wrong a lot, but, I mean, it's just the way, I guess, is the way you perceive it and look at it. Um, visual effects nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick first so. oh boy um, man. really all these brought four different types of visual effects I think yeah so it's kind of hard like I feel like all quiet and top gun I mean are probably the most real life out of the five maybe even Batman and then Black Panther and Avatar you know brought forth their own visual effects Wait, Avatar oh. with visual effects? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. So, only because I wanted to win because of how awesome the movie it was. I'm, personally, I want the Batman to win this. So your vote would be the Batman. My vote would be the Batman. Mm-hmm. I think that there were some unexpected visual effects in it, but it worked. And I love the vibe of that movie. So mm-hmm. I feel like it should win for something. It, you know, <laughs> it has to win for something. But I saw... I was like, I'm going to give this opportunity and say Batman's going to visual effects. But the Academy is definitely going with Avatar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's even... I don't know. I should have probably doubled up, but I'm I'm sticking with my guns here.
0: Um. So... This, this to me, what makes this surprisingly hard to pick is because you would kind of normally think if it's like a good CGI effects Mm -hmm. thing, like that has an edge. like So the best examples of that, to me, were when Endgame and 1917 were up for this, and 1917 won. And it's only because... I never even realized that there were that much visual effects in that. And it's more of how much of the disguise it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that all quiet is pretty good on that front. There's there's a few times where I was like, Ooh, that, that didn't quite look right. It mostly involves a rat scene. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the, the Batman, is it, yeah, as much as I always want to try to give this the thing, I don't necessarily feel like that's going to be a strong contention. Uh, Black Panther, while that one definitely had way better effects, in my opinion, than the first one, I just don't think that enough people were really talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it, it comes down to Top Gun and Avatar. Either... Are they going to go with the super impressive like almost jaw-dropping CGI that there is in Avatar? Or are they going to go with the like the, probably some of the visual effects that had to happen with Top Gun? Um, Completely different. Because <laughs> yeah. again if that was up for cinematography it would make sense because there's a lot of real shots in there um so i'm gonna actually be uh splitting mine Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that the academy is gonna actually give it to top gun because again there's probably not a whole lot but there's enough in there to fake it out but my
2: personal pick would actually be avatar well yeah i press all that that's Immediately when I was thinking about the Oscars, I was like, that's the category I think Avatar is going to win for. There
0: should be four left. Yeah. Uh, Up next, uh, best adapted screenplay. So, yeah, writing. We're in the writing categories now. Adapted, adapted. Where it all begins. Well, they they take a property and then translate (laughs) (laughs) to
2: So, okay, coming out of the nitty-gritty here. we got nominees for adapted screenplay. All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion and Eyes Out Mystery. Nice. Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. Mm-hmm. And that's our first time seeing two of these movies. Yeah. Uh,
0: so... <clears throat> I've seen all of them, but living.
2: <laughs> Same. So I've no, not. Sorry, excuse me. I've not seen Women Talking.
0: Yeah, I actually did watch Women Talking. Um, so, who knows? Maybe the writing is good in that. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, to me, uh, an easy one to cross off here is Top Gun. <laughs> I'm not saying the writing is bad. It's actually pr- pretty good for what it was but is it the strongest thing no uh all quiet I think is a pretty darn good one mm-hmm. uh but to me it kind of then comes down to glass onion and women talking so oh geez and actually uh the writer for women talking is also the director hmm. who, who was the That's a lot main female character in Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Hmm. I did not know that until I looked it up. It. Um Yeah, it's her poly that did kind of sound familiar. I th- think what edges women talking it's literally that. It's pretty much mostly dialogue heavy talking. Um, but they really dive into some serious things. Uh, Glass Onion, yes, the writing is, I think, pretty strong, but I don't know if it's better than the first. It's a tough
2: call. Yeah. They're very close.
0: Um, so for me, I think the Academy is going to go with Women Talking. Because, again, that could also help boost, you know, Maybe some vibes that they have about the Academy that women talking wins. (laughs) Uh, Very important topics that they bring up. Um, My personal pick, uh, I'm going to lean towards, I would say, Glass Onion. would be my personal vote. I do think it's very strong, Mm -hmm. and it just then comes down to which script do i feel is better even though women talking is strong
2: okay so for me um i only had three of these to go off of Mm -hmm. i have not seen women talking or living so those two were automatically eliminated so either those don't do wins that's my own fault um so i kind of took top gun out because i i didn't think it was something that was at the forefront i feel like top gun was good in a lot of categories but i didn't feel like that the screenplay would be one of them So it came down to All Quiet and Glass Onion. So the way I did this one was I kind of split it. Um, I do believe Glass Onion should win for something, and uh, that would be my personal pick. But I think the Academy is going to go with All Quiet. I could be totally wrong on that.
0: Well, uh, also pretty sure when uh, Parasite won, it won for writing. Yeah, that was true. It would be another international one winning that award, which would probably be good. That'd be be
2: awesome. more international stuff winning. Uh,
0: Okay, but now, instead of taking something that is a property and then adapting it, this is time for original. Your own original idea, thought. But is it fully original? That's always my question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what goes into that either but uh, although one of these I would probably say you can say is very original <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right I think we're down to our last three here mm-hmm. so big one um, yeah. nominees for original screenplay the Banshees of Innish Sharon, everything everywhere all at once the Fablemans Tar and our first time seeing crying Wolf sadness yeah which, I have actually seen that. And that's I, the other one I am not seeing in the best I,
0: I think it is very good. Is
2: that Woody Harrelson in it? Yes. Okay. Not for the whole thing. No. Uh, but well, I, I just... That, <laughs> that's, that's why it says with. I saw a screenshot, and that's
0: who I saw. It, so. Yeah. Uh, he, he's in it, and he gives, like, the Woody Harrelson that you want to see, and then he's kind of gone. But, no, I think it's actually a really strong movie. Uh... Would it crack my personal top ten? Not really, but that's just because then it comes down to which one would I watch more. Yeah. Uh, so, for this, I would say that easily... You could say the most original is Everything Everywhere, as far as writing goes. It's a fucking weird movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that, But, again... Is it too weird for the Academy?
2: Um, I feel like the way things are going nowadays, though, that things are turning real weird, so it's like maybe they're going to catch up and see different things, I don't know. Well,
0: remember, if you think change happens, I think the Academy is like five years behind.
2: No kidding, that's the truth.
0: Um, um, Fableman's the writing was an issue for me. uh, And I just don't think it's really that amazing. Uh tar I actually do think that the writing is pretty strong um but it it wasn't something that I actually like remembered that much. Mm-hmm. Uh which kind of brings it down to me for Banshees and Triangle. Um so cuz then it turns into so which one would they go for would they go for the kind of more personal story that has you know the implication thing in the background that this symbolizes or are they definitely going to go with the thing that's talking about class system <laughs> and turning it on their head <laughs> cuz that's what triangle sentence is um I'm gonna say that the academy is gonna go with Banshees, because mm-hmm. again, writing in the Banshees is Fucking was awesome. was one of my actually favorite things about well, it, great. Uh, and the performances too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, my personal vote that is hard. Um, the thing that is gonna knock that's gonna probably knock. Everything for me is the fact of my own personal thing where I was like, I have trouble hearing some dialogue and understanding it a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so it came, so once again, it would probably come down to Banshees and Triangle. I do think that Triangle is very good, but you know what? Again, Banshees writing, that's the number one thing I'm I do. Doubling place. up! I'm doubling on Banshees.
2: Okay. Uh, again, I have a disadvantage. I did not see Triangle of Sadness, so it was that and Women Talking. I did not see the Best Picture. Just to clarify, um, I'm pretty sure Triangle of Sadness is on. You can rent it on uh, Amazon Prime. For That's example. how I watched. It. So I need to definitely need to at some point. I have a, I have a week to do so. So that taking that out immediately. Um, Fableman's and Tar screenplay didn't really stand out to me in either of them, although you know. There were certain things it did for both of them, so to me it came down between everything and Banshees. Um, I'm gonna say I'm shocked, but <laughs> um, gosh. So for me, um, just because it's my favorite movie of the year, I'm doubling up on everything everywhere. Okay. I can see Banshees winning it, and, and would not be surprised if it did, but gotta go with. I got on that one. Okay,
0: down to the two biggest awards. Jesus, and that and starting that off with is directing, best directing a film, and you know what? Some of these have an interesting thing behind them, and then one of them is just yeah, Val, they have some Let's say credit behind them. Yeah.
2: The name. Experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, second to last, we have the big nominations for directing. We have The Banshees of Innisfarin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. I will take this one, and you get the biggest one. So, um, man. So uh, I still haven't seen Triangle of Sadness. Deleted mm-hmm. that. Uh, Spielberg, I'm taking him off because I mean it was just his name, and <laughs> I feel like they had to throw him in there. Tar was really good, but you know it just didn't quite stand out enough for me as far as directing goes. And then it came down for me to between Banshees and everything. everything. Again, here we go. <laughs> so, well, when two of these were like on high on your personal
0: list and they're in the same category, yeah.
2: And so again, I just think that the Daniels took it for me and I'm doubling up. I'm double up on the Daniels for everything. Yep, for everything, yep.
0: Mm-hmm. See, and I already want to say that's a bold choice, because pretty sure the significance of that would be it's a directing duo. Has any, any dual? I don't. Wrong? I don't know. I, I don't believe so. Ooh. And that, to me, was a factor going into this. Yeah, that, could be. That has never happened. In my, from what I can tell, it has never happened.
2: Um, could they turn a corner in the Academy? <laughs> <laughs> you said they were five years behind. You're right about that, though. Yeah, I think
0: Steven was just thrown on there mm-hmm. because of Steven. Yep. Uh, he already has enough to his name. I don't think he needs much more. That's true. Um, I I did, however, feel like that last time he actually did deserve it, which was for West Side. because oh, to me okay. that was actually a different movie from him. That's true. Um, uh, see, I I have a feeling about Banshees and Triangle. Yeah. For this. I could see Tar coming in somewhat. And again, it's a question of... Are they going to give it to two people? Are they going to give it to the Daniels? Yeah, at least say the same
2: name. <laughs>
0: Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, right. Uh, Double D. <laughs> um, I am going to say that they are going to go with Banshees. Not... Not at all a bad take, but out of them, I feel like it's also a safe one. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, and you know what? For my own personal. I like the weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that actually had a lot going on, and the fact they pulled that off so good.
2: They would get my vote. I would vote for the Daniels. Yeah, it was fucking out there, man. <clears throat> I mean, even in the fucking trailer, you were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. pulled it off. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah,
0: which, you know, leaves us with the biggest one. Uh, but real quick, I'm going to do a quick count thing. Uh, but right before we get into the best picture... Predictions. What we what I did was I kept track to see going into the nominees like how many awards they would have going into, and I'll even do the Academy to keep track of that too. So for so going into Best Picture, then no, it's fine if I just can announce this. Yeah, whatever. Keep trying uh, again. Top Gun Maverick, we both equally have two awards going to it but they're probably technical awards. Yeah. So it's kind of like smaller yeah. stuff. Uh, women Talking, I'm the only one that gave it an award because it's only up for two awards. It's up for Writing and Best Picture. <laughs> um, everything Everywhere. Let's see. <laughs> I gave it three. <laughs> now, not trying to hide anything going into this. Oh, boy. Nick, over here, gave it eight awards. Oh, man. I'm getting all kinds of Dune vibes. Yeah. Uh, for the Banshees of Innisfarant, I actually gave it two. He gave it none. Yeah. I, and again, this is on his best of the year. Was, right? It wasn't on mine. I think it was fourth, I believe. Yeah. Um, Triangle of Sadness, we both gave it nothing, even though I do think it actually is strong. I haven't it. Uh, Fablemans I gave it nothing because I was not a giant fan of it you gave it one yeah Um, All Quiet we both each gave it one probably would give it two because we probably would say it's going to win Best International yes actually I have it on here (laughs) International All Quiet (laughs) Uh, Way of Water I gave it The Visual (laughs) you gave it nothing Uh, Elvis I gave it Butler you gave it nothing Tar, I gave a Kate, you gave a nothing. So uh interesting to see. Like, you know, the fact of going into
2: How many uh, nothings did I have? How many nothings did you have? Yeah, the ten. One, two, God, three, four, five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to say Screw you, you Academy! <laughs> I almost want to say you didn't lie like five of them. Yeah, right. It sounds like it. <laughs> but, Jeez. Uh it, it almost just feels like... Screw most of these... <laughs> go everything. Yeah, yeah. You're putting all your chips on everything. Holy uh, And then, I mean, you know... I... Very much were like, you get this. You get this. Mm-hmm. You get this. You, you get nothing. <laughs> uh, I mean have screwed myself, so... I'll, I'll see. I don't know. You took a number of doubles again, so... Yeah, it's uh, true. Uh, but... We are at that final for Best Picture, uh, so
2: I guess do you want me to start? Or
1: do you
0: just yeah. want to get yours out of the way, because I think we all know. Yeah,
2: well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and announce the nominees anyways. Um, for Oscar's 95th anniversary Best Picture nominees, we have, and I'm going to go bottom to top on this one, Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, the Fablemans, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Elvis, The Banshees of Enesharon, Avatar, The Way of Water, and All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and
2: I have seen, before we go into this, I have seen 8 out of 10. I missed Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking, and I'm believing in the scene. all 10. I have seen all 10. I, so I, will, all 10. <laughs> I, will, I will go first, because... <laughs> really, really no explanation needed. Um, I'm doubling if, up on... If you, if you can't tell by the number of awards <laughs> he gave it... And it's eight. It is included in that eight. Yeah. So I have a seven before this, and eight, I'm going doubling up Best Picture for Everything Everywhere all at once. So actually in
0: total, after the awards, it would getting nine.
2: No, it was, it's eight. Oh, it I included... The eight, the 8th with the okay. 8 on that, yeah. So it was 7 before that, and 8 was 8, the best picture.
0: Okay. You know. Surprise, surprise, people! Yeah. And so I'll let the... Not only was it, you know, obvious with the fact that it was your number one favorite of the year, mm-hmm. when it then is up for best picture and multiple, multiple awards. Yeah, 11 on think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like with Dune, but, you know... And when it came to those big ones, Dune no. kind of faltered. No. But so uh, the obviously the hardest part as far as like for a personal vote, I'll get into that. Um, predicting the Academy. Whew. <sighs> um, you know, I am going to say that. Uh,
2: Which one did you eliminate right away? Which now, one would I eliminate right away? Which couple would you eliminate right away? I'm interested to hear this. Um... I have an idea, but... Well,
0: if I'm thinking like the Academy, which would I get rid of? Uh... They probably would get rid of... Uh... Elvis. And I personally would. And I personally would get rid of the Fablemans. All uh, right. Again, didn't think it really deserved that attention. Um, I definitely don't think that Women Talking is a shot from them to win this picture. It, it can win that big award, but then they're like, yeah, we gave you something, but not the real big one. Um, it would be pretty amazing if All Quiet somehow won, because that would be like, in the past three, is it three or four years? Two international films would win. Would that
2: be the first German film to win? Uh, I think so. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Um, B- Banshees, you know, gets a lot of press and talk and things like that. It kind of just comes down to do they think that's the strongest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything everywhere, people won't shut up about it. They, they clearly know that they're hearing a bunch about
2: it. It then turns into See, how many of them have seen it. True, and I think it was a, a really super out-there weird movie, and I'm happy that it's getting you know the attention because we both like weird movies, yeah. and it just never gets the attention it should. Uh, two of these movies, I know for a
0: fact, are definitely on here because they're the top grossing movies yeah. and that's top gun and avatar mm-hmm. um tar yeah i could see why they would put it on there because of Kate planchette potentially winning an oscar mm-hmm. but then it turns into is that and other things about the film is that enough and the other thing i noticed is that all of these are kind of different as far as like message-wise. They all have a certain kind of message behind them. Uh, I think that the Academy is going to go with... uh, I'm going to say they're going to go with Banshees. Mm. Uh, It's... Wow. It's a tight personal story... Personally, well acted, I'd, well written. I'd be super happy for them too. Yeah. And again, it's also the least, <laughs> let's say, brash about its message. Um, for me personally, if I was like looking at these, there's only two movies on here that were even in my top ten. know. Yeah
2: of to thing, Top Gun. Oh, yeah, they're literally they're right here. It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Because uh, I personally didn't really care for Elvis a whole lot, other than Austin Butler. I thought he was very good. Fablemans, I've mentioned, I was not the biggest fan of it. Um, women talking, I do think actually is kind of strong, but again, I don't know lasting wise for me and how much I would go back to it Triangle of Sadness I actually thought it was pretty good just turns into would I want to go back to it Tar again I thought was very well done and very well acted but again not the most rewatchable Mm -hmm. Uh, Quiet it I was at least happy that I got the dub. It, yeah, automatically.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, for me in reading, that's always a crime. Well, you could interesting about that. You could tell right off the bat, like when they were grouped together and were talking about stuff, you could see their mouths moving. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, well, yeah. Um,
0: but how often would I go back to it? Maybe if I paired it with nineteen That it'd be an interesting combo. Uh, As much as I do admit, I think Way of Water was a bit better than the first Avatar. Am I going to go back to it? Not really. Yep. same. Um, So it just turns into everything, or Top Gun, and it just turns into then, which was personally higher on my list, which was Top Gun. Which is funny, because they were my top two. (laughs) Um, Or which do I feel is... that insane original kind of thing. And you know what? I think I would ultimately have to give it to everything. <laughs> as much as I have my own personal kind of things about the movie when I watch it, but it's not. The, the ending saves any gripes I could have. <laughs> it, it's probably one of the strongest
2: endings out of all of them there's a lot of out of the ten there was a lot of uh, movies that are, are like hard rewatches
0: I mean yeah because you know they' a lot of them are very message based movies and well, a lot a lot of and a lot of my movies that were on my top 10 were just things that you know personally appealed to me and animated yeah, <laughs> three <laughs> animated movies are on there, and you know we only have we have no animation up for Best Picture, which that's, you know, a, rare, that's a
2: crime. That's a rarefied air to ever see animated in Best Picture. I mean, I think
0: like the last time there was was Toy Story three.
2: And what that was, that was up for thirteen Best, years ago. Not for Toy Story three. Twenty ten, I thought. It's been that long. Yeah. What? I'll go, ahead, I'll go ahead keep talking. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure I was talking
0: Because, like I said, the big thing for Top Gun Maverick is that it made a shit ton of money, but was also a pretty simple, kind of easy story to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, women talking, mm-hmm. it's a very much about women rights and things like, you know, that are very socially conscious right now. Uh Everything, everywhere, all at once, while it's a batshit crazy thing, it's about family. <laughs> um, Banshees, yeah, that's really more about, like, how things can just crumble after years. and uh, Basically testing how strong your friendship really yeah. is. Uh, as I said, Triangle of Sadness, it's very much a class movie, where... People that are looked at beneath actually then turn out to be the ones in charge when shit goes crazy. Uh, Fableman's love for filmmaking. That's it for me. Uh, All Quiet, uh, very much a war movie. Those always get a lot of talk, but uh, I would say it's also a bit of a message on, you know, how younger youth can get, swayed to do something that they then are like, I regret. Mm -hmm. Um, Avatar, again, high-grossing and very much environmentally message. Elvis, it's a biopic about a famous person. That's it. Uh, Tar, a very much character study and definitely a look at cancel culture. How much does it actually work, and how much people actually get away with it.
2: It was 2010. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Long time. Been that long for Animated to get... Yeah, Yeah. definitely. talk.
0: And... I mean, yeah, again, just like last year, pretty much, uh, while I'm confident, I'm also not confident. (laughs) Because I don't know what they're gonna do. And again, a number of these nominations, for me, I was just like, why this and not this? (laughs) (laughs) Biggest being me a Goth. (laughs) And why Michelle Williams, but that's just me. Uh, And, you know, Top Gun not getting a little bit more praise.
2: Oh, yeah. I I think that they should have considered uh, Tom Cruise for actor, personally. I don't, I, don't know I,
0: I, I think he was solid for it. It then kind of turns into when I look at the other ones, I was like, would he really beat one of these, though?
2: I mean, I'd take him over the ones I haven't seen. So, yeah, Paul Mascal and Bill Knight. Unfortunately, I haven't seen either of those. So. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah kind of in the same boat where you're confident but
0: not confident.
2: Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little worried. I, I'm trying to kind of repeat what I did last year and lean heavily in my favorite of the year. Yeah. And, but you know, I don't know. You're like, hey, worked last year. Let's try it until it doesn't. If it does work again, we know the mold of the Academy. A little bit. <laughs> I feel like maybe they'll continue to do it. Maybe they'll sway us. I don't know. I'd like to see him you know, go outside of the box and, you know, go more toward your pigs, to be honest. but well,
0: uh, Right now, the best we can hope for is that they just go out and lean slightly against the box.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: because, I don't know. Uh, again, while I feel that last year was a more diverse thing, this one kind of focused on certain ones. Because, um, I mean, pretty much the best – Picture nominees were in a lot of these. Yes, they were. Um, the only ones that really weren't heavy were Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness. Um, then probably Top Gun and Fablemans are kind of there. But Avatars has a few nominations. Tar has big ones. Tar has like most of their nominations are like big ones. So just turns into that. Uh, I won't be surprised if everything wins a lot of the small things that it's nominated. It turns into a question. And and, and the one big one that I see it winning is Supporting Actor. Oh, I hope he wins. That would be so great. It it would be shocking, actually. Because I actually think he actually has had a better streak than
2: Keaton. I'm just, he's just such a good guy I just want to see him I like seeing him happy and smiling and everything so he's a, and his know. acceptance speeches is that everything apparently are like tear jerkers yeah. yeah well then he was in that round table the actor round table and he stood up for Brendan Fraser so
0: yeah. well just like Kate Blanchett standing up for Andrea yeah just like uh oh <laughs> <laughs> by me saying that did that just help
2: you yeah that's true That like
0: her winning over Kate would be the big upset to me as far as that.
2: Oh, Anna winning?
0: Uh, no, uh, Andrea. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't say no, I don't see see Andrea, I don't see Anna winning. Okay, I was like, that would be a huge upset, and that would get
2: so much, yeah, yeah. The, the Twitter version would be blowing up. All social medias would be like, What? They want to cause a real controversy. They'll do something like that. Yeah. Or Keek not winning. <laughs> yeah, I'd be really sad if he didn't. But, you know. they, They've disappointed me before.
0: And I'll be like, We can call this the Keaton curse. Oh, God. Don't do that. <laughs> you, you hit a home run in every game mm-hmm. and you don't win MVP. <laughs> All right. He comes down to the last at bat, strikeout. No, that's them actually hitting a home run, but still not. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? This guy, he was he was so so. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, we'll see what happens. And uh, I don't think I'm going to end up being end up staying up for it. <laughs> no, I'm
2: gonna I'll probably, I'll probably record it.
0: I'm probably going to then have to see the awards
2: after. I'll just record it and skim through it. Yeah, know. I'll just skim through a lot of the stuff that I don't want to see. You're here, so. Well, we already know that a lot of those technical things—they're just like,
0: hey, this wins, and this is, and then just moving on. Yeah. But even when they do that, somehow the show is still too long. In three hours, right? Sometimes four.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that stretched it a little much there. Because yeah, I think it starts <clears throat> at eight. Yeah. Probably ends. It's supposed to end at eleven. I think it probably goes over sometimes. Yeah, it does. God, I've seen it go close to midnight. Borderline midnight. Yeah, oh, God.
0: But also, will we have anything
2: like Will Smith this year? <laughs> he's got, every year, we're going to be like, man, what kind of Will Smith moment could we come up with? That's pretty sad that he's yeah in that category now. You never know. <laughs> someone might get pissed at somebody. You were nominated and I wasn't. Bah! <laughs> yeah. You never know. Or maybe Key doesn't win and he (laughs) karate chops. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) He goes back into this short round. He's like,
0: No, or he puts on a device. Oh, God. It just goes crazy. They're like,
2: oh, no, it's true. His inner data is coming out. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, we'll see. Uh,
0: If I'm going based off of previous year, you know, keep putting all your eggs in a basket almost. Going with multiple doubles, it kind of helped you. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, you know, some of them where I went, I kind of second-guessed myself, where I split it and went with my own personal stuff, like you know the visual effects. I'm not sure about the Batman, but I just wanted to win something, so I put it up there. Yeah, I
0: mean that's why I though couldn't include Batman being snubbed. I was like, oh, it's up for those, okay. Uh, but most of mine aren't even on here, so. Okay. It's alright, it's not a bad but, thing. But, hey, the strongest thing, animation. Yeah, last year was
2: probably the best animated year we think we've ever seen.
0: And oddly enough, because it's also known as the horror year, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think of that, two genres that become my
2: <clears throat> personal favorites. <laughs> that always get screwed by the cut. Yep. Me a Yeah, yeah, I'll be, yeah, we pissed about that for a while. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, uh, but until next time, this I'm probably gonna try to put up a couple of day, a few days before. But you know, technically we're doing this week before, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we'll see what happens. And I'll even check out a few people that I follow that will do predictions. I'll be like. How much do I match up with you, and how much does he match up with you? And I'll be like, God damn, they put all their eggs in basket too. <laughs> they're really thinking that they've changed.
2: <laughs> Let's see if they have or not. Well, see, I, I guess that's the way we look at it. Is, is I, I feel like they're going to stay the same, and you feel like maybe they'll finally take a turn. As far as like putting all their eggs in one basket like they did last year, are they going to keep that same formula? But you're like, I'm gonna go different, you know. So
1: there,
0: there's always that slight optimism in me, but then it's completely ruined by reality. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> guess what? I thought you th- I thought you were this way, and you still are, which is why I'm still trying to work out a thing of like this own mm-hmm. like awards thing. <laughs> Keep on thinking of ideas. And I'm like trying to think of like award. Pitches for that too. Like, oh, is it, like here's an example. Name I came up with: the Cluckies. <laughs> oh. And sounds like a chicken yeah. place. Yeah.
1: It's
0: not bad. But there also was an idea I had for like the title of the award, but that's kind of taken by the porn industry. <laughs> And the golden cock goes to... <laughs> oh, I'll never so, Okay, well, I mean... God. And, and the biggest award called the golden rooster. <laughs> but uh, I also had one award thought of. This goes to... Really? You get all the attention? Really? <laughs> or... Come on! Recognize! Which would be going to... Mia Goth, <laughs> um, Tony Viola. Col- Tony Collette, <laughs> Viola, Davis. Viola Davis, yeah, all those actresses basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, until next time. See you guys next time. See ya.